the blast from our past network. Folks, this just in. The ongoing comic book discussion podcast confirms comic books are cool. So did you see Birds of Prey by yourself, or did you go with somebody last night? Did, or did, did you go see it with John, babe? Uh, no, I did not see it with John, babe. I went and I saw it with my mom. Oh, nice. And uh, it was very, it's funny because my mom always falls asleep in movies. So I was like, this one will be no different. Um, and indeed she did. Um, but it was really funny because there's some really gory parts. Don't worry, I'm not jumping into it. But there's some gory parts. And we were both like had our hands up, like over our eyes. And then her reasoning to fall asleep. After the movie, she's like, I just want to let you know I fell asleep because it was during all the bloody, gory parts. I'm like, okay, Mom. <laughs> Whatever you say. Uh, and- did, she, did she see uh, Deadpool? Did you see Deadpool? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. John Babe loves – I love that we're calling him John Babe because I don't have to explain who he is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. John Babe, he um, he freaking loves Deadpool. So we, I'll, wait, I'll wake up and he's already, like, watching it. So, yes, I know Deadpool very well. <laughs> okay. Did, did you think that this was as violent or less violent than Deadpool? That is a question that's – that's the best question I've ever gotten. Wow. Um, I, and I just, I say that because there's so, like everyone who's like hitting me up and everything. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, how does it compare to Deadpool? And I'm like, well, first off, it's not trying to be Deadpool. So right, right. It, it's yes. just, it's just yes. the fact that they're both rated R, you know, uh, comic mm-hmm. book movies. Now there have been rated R comic book movies before, but there are very few rated R superhero uh, movies, you know? Well, like, they're kind of the anti-hero, aren't they? Yeah, well, yeah, Birds of Prey and Deadpool, they're both anti-heroes, you know, and so that it's perfect for that. But, yeah, the comparison that this movie's been getting to Deadpool, I think, is unfair. I don't think Mm -hmm. that, you know, the only thing they inhabit similarly is that they're both comic book superhero-style movies, but Mm -hmm. they're rated R with some violence in them. Well, also, they both talk to the the fourth wall, both of them. There's, and yeah. there's a narration over both of them as well. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's why yeah. I paused. You yeah. know what I mean? No, you're yeah, you're right. But I just yeah, I, I just I don't know. People, I feel like too many people are going in like, oh, this better be as good as Deadpool. And I'm like, well, yeah. okay, but it's it's and right at the top of the the podcast, like before we even get into our birds of prey uh spoiler filled review so if you guys haven't spoiler! seen spoiler spoilers yeah. yeah dan 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 you know like <laughs> yeah, insert some uh, kind uh, of uh, like uh, <laughs> do not proceed yeah if you don't want spoilers all right we're here okay go I, ahead spoilers i just want to i just want to put that out there this this De- birds of prey is not deadpool so just get that out of your mind just yeah. like drop that I, I just that annoys me i don't get it you know Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Why does it have to be the same? Why do you yeah. have to even try to compare it? Just because it's doing something similar doesn't mean it's going to be the same. And exactly. I, now that you've said that and I've had time to think about it, I don't think that they're the same. You're no, right. They're not. And they're not. So, all right. Tess, welcome to yes. Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast. I'm Corey. Thank you. Oh, well, you're Corey. Well, I'm Tess. That would make yeah. you Tess if you're Corey. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, We're welcome, both- you guys. We're going to do a full uh review of the new birds of prey and the fabulous emancipation of harley quinn so good (laughs) so right at the top test what do you feel how do you feel about it 
I just loved it. I think I all I did was text you, dude, what the, dude. That was it. Like, because it, it was just, the music was good. The colors were beautiful. Uh, Margot was great, even though sometimes her New England accent wasn't the best. But <laughs> um, I'm just going to look right over that one. Um, and the, I mean, okay, I'll say this at the top. The story wasn't, it, it kind of dipped out sometimes, la, la, la. But it wasn't to the point, like, to the detriment of the film. It, like, made up in other areas. That's my opinion. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, my no. starting opinion, yeah. Yeah, and then mine, it, mine pretty much, you know, similar to yours. I thought it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the music. I really enjoyed the colors, the cinematography. The story was a little hit or miss here and there. It wasn't like mm-hmm. the most perfect story. It wasn't the smoothest flowing story. And honestly, personally, um, given the R rating, I would have liked to have seen some more violence. I I did not what? think that it was, I didn't think what? that it was as violent as, as Deadpool, especially Deadpool 2. And <laughs> They peeled I was, faces off, Corey. Yeah, you didn't see it, though. Faces. I mean, like, yeah, but you didn't see it. You wanted to see, see the faces pe- yeah, being peeled off? It's rated R. Show it to me. So, oh, yeah. Gross. I mean, I have no. a horror background. So, I, no. that was so that was a little bit holding me back on that. Like, uh, you know, as far as that goes, I was like, yeah, it wasn't as violent, although the main villain's death was fantastic. Um, I love that one. But, I mean, I loved... I did enjoy the violence. You know what I mean? I, I did enjoy it. I was just like, when I heard going into it, everyone's like, oh, it earned its hard R. I was like, mm, no. Really? De- yeah, uh, I thought Deadpool I thought was a was little bit so... more violent. Okay, but I don't know. I, I was surprised when they got to like the torture scenes, and I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, no, this is really, really, really rated R. Like, ugh, that was me, but yeah. that was not you. I was so freaked out. <laughs> No, I'm happy about all the violence that it was in there. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm super, super happy about that. Yeah. I just didn't think it raised the bar like a lot of the the initial. The bar? Yeah, that mm-hmm. everyone was sort of like pushing. So, but like, that's just yeah. a personal thing on, on my end. Uh, I will say, yeah, I don't want to end it on that as, as far as an opening statement goes. What I loved was that, and, and my wife mentioned this. She was the one that pointed out, this out to me. She was like, most of the movies that you see like this are like, it's like a love story or whatever. Yeah. There's no love story to this movie. She's not yeah. She's not in love. It's a. It's like a straight up action movie with female uh, uh, characters. Like, and, and explosions. And, and, and explosions yeah, and stuff. And to that effect, like as far as action goes, like you got to understand, when I was growing up, I would watch, you'd, you'd watch a movie, right? Uh, an action movie. Mm. Let's just say something like Cyborg with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Okay. Anytime okay, DVD. That, yeah, anytime you have, like, anytime, I, growing up, anytime, like, if there was, like, a female, like, like person in the movie that was going to fight somebody and there was, like, a bunch of goons, she would only fight the female goons, right? It would always mm, be, like, true. the male goons would always be fighting the, the male. They'd be the main fight. The main fight and the side fight was always the, the female. That was, yes. like, the C fight that we didn't care about. Yes, and in this on. movie, it's, it's a straight-up action film where yeah. – Four women are fighting hundreds of guys. They didn't even throw a single female into the like the goon mix. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like so, so they didn't shy of like showing like uh, Black Canary getting just punched in the stomach and then yeah. and then recovering like a boss and then dropping the guy who punched her. Like they didn't shy away yeah. because because you wouldn't shy. You would never shy away from showing Batman taking a hit and recovering and, and fighting back. Yep. But uh, for mm-hmm. some reason, up until now. Uh, 
up until this recent resurgence of, of awesome female movie characters, like you would never see them take a hit. And I'm not condoning violence towards women. I'm just saying that it's awesome <laughs> to see like a female superhero taking a shot and then putting the guy down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that, that was, was good. so awesome. Yeah, the fighting, the fighting was excellent. And it's just so funny because, like, there were several times where Harley found herself in the middle of, like, all these guys that are going to kill her. And then, but as an audience member, you were like, she's going to win. Like, she wins every time. Every time she gets away. Like, and it's just always like, how is she, they really set it up where she cannot, like, at one point she's sitting in a chair, hands behind her back, like a bunch of guys, and she talks her way out of it. Like, she just always finds a way to get out of it. She, and then she makes it. It's so great. She's like the anti-hero hero. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, she's, yeah, she is the anti-hero hero of, of this movie. Yeah. And yeah. I thought they did a great job kind of extending Suicide Squad, but then making this its own movie. Um, mm-hmm. And then introducing the new characters into it. Uh, I liked all the new characters. So uh, awesome. Like, like, so who was your favorite bird of prey? Huntress, dude. Huntress. Oh, my God. Not that, I mean, it's not just because Tess is in her name. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but, thank you, thank you. I'll be here all day. Um, she was like, she was just so, oh, I'm trying not to cuss. Um, she's just so, like, freaking, but I can say badass. She's just so badass. She was, like, her in her every being, she was awesome. We don't get that, like, I love that her running joke was it's a uh, the crossbow lady. What was it? The crossbow. Oh, every girl. the crossbow killer. Everyone's like the crossbow killer, and she's like huntress. And I and I love that it's scene of her like practicing her lines yeah, in the mirror. That was my favorite scene. I know, and that's what that's why I liked about. I'm with you. I really enjoyed the huntress the most. Although I think we got mm-hmm. to see her kind of the least, but I enjoyed her the most, and I really liked that scene of her looking into the mirror and kind of re, re, you know practicing yeah. her her stuff and everything. And her backstory was cool too because you know again mm-hmm. growing up in in the 80s and the 90s i've seen the evolution of comic book movies and you know in the 80s and the 90s you get stuff like punisher and things like that and they wanted to try to make these movies so realistic as possible they cut out all the comic booky stuff here they just straight up go with her backstory. It's like, oh, she just goes and trains with a couple of assassins, and she comes back as yeah. an assassin. And now we all we're all just like, yeah, sure. Like all of us, like moviegoers, are like, yeah, sure. That's the comic. Like, it's the it's so comic booky that I yes. loved it. You know, it reminds me of Tank Girl a lot. Yeah, yeah, and just it, like an updated Tank Girl. <laughs> Tank Girl was way ahead of its time. It really was. Oh my gosh, can you imagine if they made that today? Because then people would just be like, oh, that's Harley Quinn. Like, yeah. um, like Tank Girl's just Harley Quinn, except in not in a in a apocalypse or you know, yeah, <laughs> whatever yeah. they're in. Yeah, Har- Harley Quinn uh, owes owes a lot to Tank Girl. Seriously, her even her look this time. I think they really got the look right. Like Harley, she had the whatever they started with that was initially in their brains. Well, she was just kind of like a clown, and she's with the Joker. Okay, cool. And she's wearing the black and the red suit, and she's got the little horn things. That was like the OG Harley. And every single evolution of her, she becomes, like, she just blossoms. And this one, I'm like, that's it. You did it. That is Harley. That is the one you guys were going for. It just, Harley was before her time, really. And, like, she was created, you know, finally just evolved. Like, I was like, 
that's her like the neon colors and like the makeup and all her tattoos everything she wore I was like um in a perfect world I would wear the exact same thing every single day that's the inside of my brain um I just okay I loved it I loved it that's all I realized I was just ranting about how great she was she just really you know she's just so empowering that movie it's as as women as ladies of the realm we don't really get that many movies where we get a chance to watch the female lead just kick everybody's butt and with her whole crew. We don't get that. We don't. The last time I felt those kind of goosebumps where I was like, yeah, get them, was Wonder Woman. And before that, maybe Xena Warrior Princess. Like, like it. it's so few and far between when we actually get to see that. So when we do, like... As as ladies of the realm, we need to go see these kind of movies. We need to support this stuff. It may not nail it on the head the first time that they make it or the second time or the third time, but each time we're getting closer and we have to support these things. Like, it's it's just so important. Yeah, I, I agree. You People definitely need to support what they love, you know, with their money. Uh, that's, that's 100% agreed. And I also agree that, like, something like this is special because, mm-hmm. like you said— you know, you don't get to see females kicking this much butt. Yes, you know, they exist. Yes, there were uh, a lot, like a, a glut of female kung fu movies back in the 80s and the 90s and stuff. But again, the ones that I saw, and of course, this is always just from our point of view, our perspective. There's obviously right. movies that are outliers that, you know, go against the norm. But from what I grew up seeing, you didn't ever really see just a bunch of, of women kicking butt against just straight up like guys and, and, mm-hmm. and, which is great because you know like i said they were just straight up fighting it didn't it wasn't like oh a woman's hitting a guy and even the the guys that they were attacking they're like oh i can't punch a woman like those jokes are, are never used like you mm-hmm. know harley never says oh you wouldn't punch a lady would you no she, yeah. she harley takes her hits and she keeps moving and that's what's that's what makes it awesome uh, personally again it sounds so weird i i sounds weird that i'm like advocating some kind of female violence but it's it's like it's it's just because you never saw it growing up you saw Arnold Schwarzenegger take a hit you see Sylvester Mm -hmm. Stallone take a hit from somebody that was bigger than them in the movies because you always put them up against another bodybuilder that's huge so like you know that hurts them too and like you know like it's 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 you always saw it and it's nice to now see that oh yeah women are just as strong as men which as someone who was raised by their single mother I've been living that truth my (laughs) entire life and and that I think women are stronger than men in, in most every way possible so it's it's really nice to actually see that yeah man you can they can fight you they can beat you up just as like just as bad like i couldn't yeah it's it's just like i couldn't fight arnold schwarzenegger i couldn't fight uh black canary i couldn't fight huntress they everyone they're all beat me up you know what i mean yeah it is really different to see women taking a hit and uh it's 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 weird because it's it's something you don't see and it's also like the guy's expectations of what a woman could actually do and withhold, it goes up. Um, and and it's just interesting to watch it evolve. And maybe the reason why you're saying that women are stronger than we think is because what you're used to seeing just in the world, and it's not your fault, it's just the world that we live in, um, that's what you've seen, the, like the normal version of a girl and what a normal girl can do, right? But when these girls go above and beyond, people are like, oh man, women are stronger. I'm like, they're not necessarily stronger than men, but like we're stronger than you think that we are. 
That's right. what it is. I mean, and yeah. and and because like you know, living in the normal world, we we don't have too many examples in our personal lives. Like I've never seen John Babe like kill a whole room <laughs> full of guys, but I have seen like John Wick. So like I like we've seen all these <laughs> examples of like what like guys are quote unquote capable of, you know. Mm-hmm. And and now it's nice to see that yeah, it's just it's nice to see as someone who's a fan of action movies, and, and that's what it just really boils down to is some who's a fan of of high-end action movies like John Wick and mm-hmm. I loved in the last John Wick film and the third one Holly Berry's character was so freaking awesome I want I just want to see more badass female action movies and I love yes. the fact like my wife said I love the fact that there's no real love story here now that's mm-hmm. not to say that I would be put off by a love story but I think the fact that that this is her more dealing with loss and everything again these are all like themes that you sort of always see in a quote-unquote guy movie like oh the detective yeah. he lost his wife and now now he's got to go get revenge and he's got to figure out who he is and everything. And of course it has a, it has a female spin on it, you know, uh, because the main yeah. character is Harley Quinn, you know, it, there are going to be differences. I don't want it to be like a, a male movie with, with a few, you know what I mean? Like it still has to be true to the character, but I like the fact that now we see just a high end action movie of a mm-hmm. bunch of females, just straight up taking out dudes, just taking yeah. them out. And that's and then it. bonding together. Yeah. Actually bonding together and making a plan yeah yeah it's awesome. and, and i loved it when they were in this you know the fight the climax fight with her against all the goons and black canary i think she took a hit and, and she knocked the guy back but then her hair was in her face so she shines like and then like uh, um take a hair uh, tie girl yeah oh, and then, that yeah, was my uh, favorite yeah harley quinn throws her a hair tie and she grabs it and yeah. i'm like that's cool i'm like that's, that's like, what I, girls that's, needed more. It's, like, it's yeah. still like it's still female centric, but it's not mm-hmm. pandering. It's just it's just a thing that's necessary. Yes. She has long hair. That's it. You know, Conan the Barbarian has long hair. When he fights, he's got to put it up in a little man bun too. It doesn't matter if it's a guy or a girl. She just happens to have long hair. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there was no yeah. joke there about her fighting like a girl. That's I, I think that's I think that's what I've been trying. to to, to, to circle saying, around yeah. is that gotcha. there's never any kind of joke in the movie about them quote unquote fighting like a girl they just mm-hmm. fight they just Period. fight and yeah. they kick ass and that's it there's no oh you fought like a girl or or she broke a nail there's no nail jokes you know or anything I, I mean they do the ha- say they do say uh, what could a couple little girls do and then that's what the bad guys at yeah. one point I was like excuse me that was the uh-huh. only part and, yeah. and, and and that's great because that guy got his just desserts you know they oh, all yes, got beaten to hell and uh, I mean we're kind of like sticking on this like main climax fight a, a, a little <laughs> bit because there's a lot of other really fun stuff to talk about uh, in the yeah. movie, but I, but I think that that was it. I just want to say it yeah. was awesome to see them just straight up fight and kick ass. That's it. That's all yeah. I want to say. Did you notice any characters other than Harley Quinn herself that were in this? That was also in uh, Harley Quinn Hot in the City. Oh yeah, there's the little uh, there's the little Beaver. He was in it. Yes. That's great. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I I I liked her hyena, but but really quick sticking with your Hot in the City. Um, I liked how they incorporated the roller derby here. I thought that yeah. was awesome. Um, uh-huh. And pin then, that for later. I want to say something about that. Go ahead. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and I liked I liked the uh, store owner, the the old uh, Asian guy. Yes. <laughs> because we just saw him uh, in Return of the Living Dead Part Three. Go listen. Are to you my, serious? <laughs> go you listen serious? to my review on podcasting after dark. But uh, he was in shameless Return of the plug. Living Dead. Yeah. <laughs> 
he was in that. So uh, that was cool. And yeah, I, there was all kinds of little tiny references here and there. Uh, I I caught at the time. I would have to kind of rewatch. You know, it was it was yeah. a lot to to take in during that movie. You know, it was. There was a lot happening at once, and that's where I say where the story dips. I think it dips in areas. It kind of looks like a heartbeat is kind of like how the story goes. Like, it just goes up, down, back, and around. Like, time doesn't really exist. She'll go back four minutes. She'll go back four hours. Like, she goes forward and backward in time. And there's so much happening that I think maybe if they took a couple of those, like, moments, it would have been able, the story would have been able to blossom a little bit more. And I think... I think they over in this one they chose art over story. Yeah. Um, you know, like really they nailed they nailed everything that goes into the artwork of a film. The music, the colors, the costumes, the sets, the you know, but that also in that the story just wasn't didn't have a very strong foundation. What do you think? Well in no, I I think you're right and for me, I think the problem is, is that, you know, we just read that Hot in the City uh, trade. You can go listen to that a couple episodes back. And you can tell that they used that trade to sort of mine some of the concepts and, and ideas for this. But as you know, Tess, and as our listeners probably know if they listen to that episode, Birds of Prey are not in that story. So they introduced the Birds of Prey inside of a Harley Quinn story. So inherently it already feels like there's a bit, a little bit of a disconnect until the end of the movie where they all sort of converge Come together. Yeah. yeah. Because like the birds of prey are kind of their own thing. I mean, yes, they coexist in a DC universe, but the birds mm-hmm. of prey are kind of their own thing. And, and I almost wonder, and I, and this is not a, a slight on this movie, but I almost wonder if the birds of prey would have been better served just in their own movie. Like if this movie was just, the birds of prey film and i don't yeah like looking at it i don't think that it would have been hurt by the lack of harley do you know what i mean yeah it would have been even if they use the same artwork like you're saying like either make it a harley film or a birds of prey film yeah and the just to clarify because i'm sure hopefully watch the movie or you're just going full into the spoilers here but the birds of prey of prey are three women I'm talking to the listeners. I'm not talking to you. We're going right into the spoilers. Um, anyway, the three birds of prey ladies are the Huntress, um, Renee Montoya, and Cassandra Kane. And wait, and there's one more. Black no. Canary. It's it's by it's Black, Black Canary. Canary and Huntress. Sorry, four. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and you were oh, wait, I think you were... not Cassandra Kane though. She goes with Harley. I just thought of that. Um, sort of. She's like, I mean, she's her own thing in the comics. I mean, honestly, right, her right there was a giant Easter egg because in the comics, she's uh, that's Batgirl, but it's the Batgirl yeah. that is the all black Batgirl that like her her whole face is covered and everything. And we talked about that uh, a couple episodes ago. I can't remember which one. I don't think it was the Harley Quinn one, um, but. Uh, she's remember her power is like she's just like she's just the best martial artist. She's like the most like dangerous yeah. person on the planet, and 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 so like her, but her in here she's like a little kid, so she hasn't become yeah. that yet. She's so, thirteen. Yeah, yeah, so it's almost like that is the, the a giant Easter egg basically right in in your face. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, Birds of Prey in the comics are have always been um, uh, Huntress, Black Canary, and then Oracle, which is you know oh. old, old back. Girl who got that's right. Okay. Yeah, I just I just read that today that it's not Renee Montoya, but in the movie it is. But yeah, the real one is Oracle, who was um Batgirl before the original Bat- Batgirl. Ben, the it was the original Batgirl that got 
paralyzed by the Joker so she could no longer be Batgirl. And if you ever watch Arrow, the character Felicity is very much uh, kind of like, like a one-to-one almost of, of Oracle, you know, sans the whole Batgirl scenario. Um, mm. It's, it's kind of, she fills that role, but, um, but yeah, I, I, I just, you know, circling back around to, to birds <laughs> of prey. Um, yeah. Like I, I liked everyone there. I liked all the actresses. I liked all the portrayals of the characters. I liked mm-hmm. how black Canary was. I liked how Huntress was. I liked how Montoya was. Um, and I moving forward, absolutely want to see a solo dedicated birds of prey yes. movie and yes. i don't need harley quinn in it but this movie wouldn't have been like i can't imagine it actually being successful because harley quinn is such a huge thing that will always be the harley quinn movie you know what i mean harley quinn yeah she had a movie with margot robbie what was it like they you're not gonna go oh, yeah birds of prey it's the harley quinn movie right you know what and, I mean? yeah and and i think like, like looking at it from a story standpoint, I think personally Harley Quinn was better served than the Birds of Prey were because I mm-hmm. think that yeah. I think that the Birds of Prey could have stood on their own story. I don't think that there's enough story to have Harley Quinn stand on her own, and right. and as such, it's hard to make your protagonist an antihero. You need I, I think it does help to have somebody's people in the movie that are like on true good side, you know, and and I think. I basically, I think Harley Quinn was helped by the Birds of Prey. I don't know if Birds of Prey would have had a better movie without Harley Quinn. Do you see what I'm saying? And vice versa. Yeah. Honestly, they they just made, I think, okay, then in that respect, like maybe it isn't the Harley Quinn movie. Like it's, it is Birds of Prey. Like, I don't know. It, it's good. One wouldn't have been the movie without the other. Exactly. You know? if, yeah, definitely. If it was just Harley Quinn, like. By herself, she'd really be by herself because she doesn't make friends. You yeah. saw, she, like, everybody hates her. <laughs> and and would that get old after a while? Like like honestly, exactly. you know, like exactly. As yep. much as we love Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, do we love her enough to literally watch her for an hour and a half straight? Right? Like this was a nice breakup of of pace with her with the character's craziness. Because sometimes when the character gets a little too zany, I feel a little bit of a disconnect because I can't sort of like empathize with her as as much but i can totally empathize with huntress i can totally empathize with uh black canary i can totally empathize with montoya you know and i think just be it's because you and i aren't like technically insane and and as fun as it is to watch (laughs) as fun as it is to watch harley quinn be insane i don't know if you'd feel fatigue after 90 minutes of that straight you know oh yeah absolutely yeah i 100 percent agree and there were some situations that harley was like like i was saying before like how the heck is she gonna get out of this situation oh black canary is gonna bust her a out of there for her like and that's when that's when we saw girls get hit in this movie Mm -hmm. that one that one i was actually oh dang and there was even one where uh at the end harley got like punched in the boob she's right in the boob like (laughs) and i was like yeah that hurts like you know a guy's stuff when he gets kicked there it's it's the same way and i love that they played on that that's Mm -hmm. like only something only girls would know like you get hit in the boob like it freaking hurts and you're down for a little bit you're like (laughs) is it still on like ow and then you get bruised it's not fun so i love that they pulled that just like the hair tie thing it was like haha like you really have to be a 
girl and in the know to know that like those little things. So I, that was like a shout out to us every time and it was great. And we never see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I love that too. I, it had great humor in it. It had very yeah. fun humor. Um, and, and yeah, I do think that it was a nice balance with, with the different characters and their different personalities and, and stuff, you know, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is yeah. I would rather watch this movie than a full Harley Quinn movie with, yeah. with no other protagonists in it, you know? Totally understand. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I, I agree with that. Okay. Um, well, let's uh let's segue into the to the villain though like like you know every Ooh, yes, good movie yes. like every good superhero or whatever protagonist needs a good antagonist what did you think mm-hmm. about black mask and what did you think about victor zaz okay so you you win mcgregor right McGregor. yeah you and mcgregor yeah. uh, obi-wan kenobi <laughs> and uh the guy from moulin rouge always okay so the i thought that he was like the best villain he was a selfish egotistical prick and it was like just he just took that moment and just made it his he would do just torturous things he even made the girl dance up on the table and take her dress off but the way he did it i was like I don't understand how she's so threatened. He was just that convincing. Like, he was just evil. He was actually evil. And then his sidekick, who peels the face, that's his signature. He peels the faces off people when they're hanging upside down. Um, and he just, he was jazz, right? That's jazz. It's, that we said. Uh, it's Zazz. It's, uh, it's Zazz. like Z S A S Z. Z. Whoa. I love that. So, so in, the, in the comics, too. in the comics, he's a, he's like a, like he's like a C-level Batman villain. Um, if you've ever seen him in the comics, he's usually bald and he's got scars all over his body, but they're not as haphazard as they are in this movie. They're more mm-hmm. like in the one, two, three, four than a line through for like five. A, oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a tally? Yeah, like a tally type of mark. And he do- and, But it, it's the same thing. He does it whenever he kills somebody. So you know that each of those are people that he's killed. Um, but mm-hmm. he's, yeah, he's much more of a, of a super villain. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah. he's much more of a, of a like a like a serial killer as opposed to like a supervillain. Like he can't fight yeah. all that well. Like Batman, anytime he goes toe to toe with Batman, Batman can usually subdue him pretty quickly. But he's when he is out of Arkham, he is doing damage out in the world. You know, like he's always and, and he's been brought into the to the movie verse. I can't remember which one he was in, but he was in one of them. Uh, I think it was Batman Begins. There was a character that had a bunch of marks Whoa. on them. They use him a lot in 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 the yeah, and they bring him out into it. But I love. I love where we are in the DC universe where they've completely mm-hmm. given up on trying to make all of these movies stay together. You don't even yeah. know if this is in the same universe as Shazam. Yep. You don't know if it's in mm-hmm. the same universe as Aquaman. And it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. I like that they're just creating standalone films. That's what I love. But yeah, to, to go to go back to the villains, because I do want to talk about them, because I think it's important. Um, I loved Victor Zaz. Uh, the guy who yes. played him, I know him from the Mindy Project, Dr. Mm-hmm. Danny on there. I loved him on there. I loved him as as the villain in this. I thought he was... He did that perfect job of, like, acting creepy, but not going so far that he's, like, trying to be Hannibal yeah. Lecter or something. Mm-hmm. You know? He did his own little spin on crazy, and I feel like it was like we'd never seen that before. It was like, you know, like, 80 85% normal, 15% crazy, right? Like like yeah, how he how sure. he talked and how he acted and stuff. And then he was a uh, little more human. He was a little more human than a uh, black mask. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then Black Mask I thought was great because I mean, you could just tell you and 
McGregor was just having a blast playing him. Oh my god, right? Right? He just soaked that up. He loved that role. Yeah. And and again, that's another Batman villain that's like a like a like a B minus level Batman villain. I mean, he's popped up in the in the Arkham video game, so is Victor Zaz. They've both been in like the Arkham game. So they're they're regulars, but this is like the first time they've really had the the spotlight shine on them. Uh, my only regret is that Victor Zaz kind of died a little bit unceremoniously with the the, mm-hmm. the, the crossbow arrow to the neck, you know? Like really I would have like Yeah, I, I was like I was like because I was kind of waiting for him to pop back up, you know? Me too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Okay. I mean it was logical. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was logical. And then and I like the fact that the Huntress got to do it because that was a part of her revenge story. And, you know, yeah, he just he died and it was a little little bit unceremonious. But at the same time, it was funny with um, with, you know, um, uh, Harley Quinn kind of being paralyzed and then stabbing him in the butt with the pen. <laughs> you know, like it was great. I laughed at, I howled at that part. That was yeah. so funny. Yeah. But I mean, and, and, but since we're in spoiler territories, you know, what what it lacked in the the pomp and circumstance of Victor Zaz dying, it more than made up for an awesomeness of the black of Black Mass dying. Dude, uh, yeah, and when the Cassandra's like, "I stole your ring, but it's the ring of a grenade," the whole audience got like, "Oh man, oh uh-huh. man!" And then it happened, and we all like just screamed and clapped and woo because it was good. It was yeah. just like a oh crap moment. Like he cannot get out of this. It's too late, buddy. It was oh. good. <laughs> and, I, and I loved, like, I feel like in other movies, like, because Harley Quinn, like, kicks him off of the dock and he blows up midair, like, before he hits the water. I feel like other movies, he would have gone in the water, it would have blown up, and then the water would have, you know, just splashed up. No, no. You saw him literally blow apart into pieces, into, like, like chum, you know? It was, like, it was, I was like, oh, oh, that was good. Like, Ooh. everything that I said about the violence earlier, this was the one part that I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, that was great. That was great. You just start like pounding your chest for no yeah. reason. Like, yeah. just, yes, it was it was that good. I agree with you. I'm glad you said that because I hadn't really thought about it. So you said it. I was like, oh man, yeah, I really did love that. It's funny because like I saw it with my mom and I bless her heart. I love her so much. She'll go see movies with me that I'm like, I don't know if you're going to like it. Sometimes she likes the weird movies. But this one, I knew she was going to fall asleep and just not understand it because she's not a comic book person. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like, I haven't really been able to talk to somebody about it. Like really like a nerdy person like me. So I'm so glad we're talking about it right now because <laughs> I'm, I'm about to explode. John was at work and he wasn't able to go see it. And I'm like trying not to give spoilers and I'm trying not to do all the funny parts. And so, oh my gosh, I'm so glad to be here. I can finally relax. <laughs> well, I want to hear you talk about the the roller derby in this and, and yeah. her use of the roller skates in the, the climax chase scene. Yes. So roller derby is definitely in this as part of like her, her new Harley Quinn persona. I think from now on she'll play roller derby. She doesn't play roller derby in the, in the cartoon, um, but not, not yet anyway. Anyway, so this uh, was really cool. I actually saw one of my old team members, they were like at the um, diner and Harley went in and then she came out, they're like, Harley, Harley, come here. The girl that was screaming at her, her name was Tsunami Bomb. I, I totally skated with her. Oh, cool. 
Yeah, she always, I think she works on production and she always ends up in like weird parts of the film. We're like, oh, it's Shu. Like, she's in. <laughs> uh, so it was really nice to see her. She's a good gal. And, uh, but yeah, the roller derby scene, I, I don't know if you guys remember, but if you listen to our Harley Quinn episode, I talked about the difference between renegade roller derby and just regular roller derby, um, which is like um, legal, has like legal rules and all that stuff. So the Renegade Roller Derby is like super, super violent, and she plays that in the comic book. But this one, I've never actually been to a Renegade game. I don't know if there's really a silver cage around the whole track, because that would be really dangerous, because we actually do fall off the track that way as well. Um, So that's going to be super freaking painful. But uh, no, it was great. It was great. It was just for fun. In my head, I was like, this is not Roller Derby, but whatever. (laughs) She's like breaking noses and just like doing elbows and all that stuff. I was trying to see if I knew anybody in the skating pack because sometimes I do, but I didn't. And that car chase scene was so much fun where she was Mm -hmm. holding on to the car and and everything with the roller. Like, like it could have been gimmicky. It could have been stupid and cheesy, but they did a really good job with that that I liked. They did. They really did. It was funny because I know that when you're going really, 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 really fast, like your legs almost start to like your wheels just give out. You can't go that fast. And she was going twice that speed when she was hanging on to Huntress's motorcycle. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Because that's when I started to panic. I'm like, I can't stop. I can't stop. Yeah, so they had to have like in, like industrial strength roller skates or something like maybe so, I mean, or she's on a track or yeah yeah that was cool <laughs> I I will say that I loved <laughs> I loved seeing all the downtown LA stuff um, yes the, in the, New York <laughs> the, yes well it's supposed to be Gotham um, right but uh, uh, I loved so the whole scene where uh, uh, Cassandra Cain pickpockets uh, Zaz um, yeah. that it was sixth and spring i used to live right on that street <laughs> no i used way. to see movies getting filmed there all the time i mean uh, spider-man 3 would get filmed in the alleys behind it like uh you've seen in the movie inception um the, yes yeah yes. remember when the remember when the giant train comes barreling down the street and it's like in mm-hmm. their dreams that was sixth yeah. and spring i woke up one day to go to work and there was literally a locomotive on my street in the middle of the street. Serious? There was it was dark out. It was pouring down <laughs> raining, even though it's sunny out. You know, because yeah. they had like they had mesh over top in between the sh- in between the buildings. And I mean, because wow. this was this was you know a huge production. Um, but I I can spot Sixth and Spring on a dime, and uh, wow. it was great. I was like I was like oh I know where you guys are. I was like there's one scene, and if you were here with me, I could pause it and be like there's the doorway to my old apartment. Like I literally <laughs> saw it. I was like L A Cafe is right down there. And then when oh. uh when Montoya was chasing her through the alleys, that was all the alleys down in in uh, over by Skid Row where the, the fashion district is and everything. Yeah, uh, I was like it's yeah. funny like yeah you live in L A and even though you don't think LA has a look but if you live here long enough and yeah. you see it in a movie you're like that's not New York yeah. that's that is not New York there's yeah, no way as much as they want to try to make it look like New York or Gotham or whatever mm-hmm. I mean it's nice because you know Gotham doesn't really exist so you can just sort of use any place but yeah whenever they try to pass it off as New York I'm always like oh no no that's not New York that's LA but they, thanks for trying <laughs> good try pal good try we we see you we see yeah. you how I what it is it's a style but yeah what were you gonna say? How awesome was the her busting into the like the police station scene with the oh my god the colorful grenade bombs where she didn't actually yes. kill anybody? She it was all like that was, glitter bombs. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. <laughs> so good. I 
love that. I love in the beginning when she's like, she gets all dressed up and everything, and she's like, he's like, can I help you? She's like, hi, I'm here to report a murder. <laughs> what murder? This one or whatever. I was like, oh my gosh, and it's so comic booky. Like right there where they do the zoom out, and she takes off the jacket, and she's got the the belt with bullets or whatever, and it's like, yeah, and then you know, punny quirky line. They totally put that in here, and I loved it. <laughs> it was great. It was it was great. I mean, because she was using, like, the non-lethal beanbags, and, like, the first yeah. cop that she shoots, like, she shoots him right between the eyes with the beanbag, so you know he doesn't die, but it b- breaks his glasses, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then, like, yeah, every shot that she uses is like a, it's like a gas bomb, but it's it's more like a like a color bomb, and obviously, yeah. you know, the, the guys are getting knocked out by the propelling of the projectile but every time they get hit it blows up into either glitter or you know some kind of like you know like like um what are those marathons where you run the color marathons you know yeah or yeah like the it, color run like chalk or yeah something. yeah it's like yeah. that it's like that powdered yeah. chalk that's in the air and it's just like i was watching i was like I'm so happy that DC is like has fully leaned into the whole colorful thing because if this was made around the same time as Superman versus Batman or Justice League, it would have been all dark and gritty. And and I'm like, oh, come on. Like, we've seen that before. I like this. This is fun. This Mm -hmm. is just, this movie was just fun from beginning to end. It really was. It was a blast. I feel like you get on the ride. And, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, let me finish this thought and I'll move to the next one. Uh, but I felt like I was on a roller coaster ride the whole time. And when you're done, you're just like, do we all survive? Oh, my God. Like, it was good. Just, um, But I was going to bring up, I love how they have that little cartoon in the beginning where they explain Harley Quinn's story when she was a kid and how she was in the nunnery and her dad kicked her out and put her in a a nunnery or whatever. And then she just, and then goes into the whole Joker story and they, they illustrate all of it. And that little Harley Quinn, I was like, that's the Harley Quinn that I want tattooed on me. That was like the cutest Harley Quinn I've ever seen. (laughs) Do you, did you like, like the, like the original version of her, the red and red and black version or like the, this version, but in that art style? I think, oh gosh, I think whatever their landing one was, it was like a weird combination of okay. both, I believe. I'd have to look because we're going to go see it again. So I'm going to pay atten- closer attention this time to that. Yeah. But I was like, oh, this is, and you know what? We've been, you know, I've been posting a lot of Instagram artwork of Harley Quinn. There is so much good stuff because she is just, she can, she can be, I mean, even look at the hot in the city part. They felt it that they needed to take it upon themselves to make an issue zero with different ways to draw Harley Quinn. Like Harley Quinn like explodes the imagination. What is her world like? What happens inside of her mind? And that's how people draw her. It's she's just awesome. She's just like a a, a palette for like your brush and paints. Like it's and you just paint it however. She's just I just love her. I just want to be her without and, murder. <laughs> without all the murder. And yeah. to that point. Um, you know, what I was saying earlier, how I, I thought it would be fatiguing if we had a full movie of Harley, um, yeah. that still stands true, but but I don't want it to be confused with the fact that I think they did a perfect job of, of nailing Har- Harley. Mm-hmm. I think that, like, she was portrayed perfectly and this you know as someone who's been in like not into harley but like i've seen harley go from (laughs) from um you know the batman animated series cartoon with her debut and then Mm -hmm. now you know reading some comics with her but then you know the 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 hot in the city was the first like full-on harley centric thing that i read and uh i can say that this movie does a great job like 
putting Harley Quinn in all of her craziness on screen. And I felt mm-hmm. like, honestly, I felt like this one, she was even almost a little bit more reined in than she was in Hot in the City. Because remember, like, we had yeah. a problem with, like, in Hot in the City where she would do her, quote, unquote, justice things on people that didn't deserve it. Here, yes. she never did it on, on anybody who didn't deserve anything. Uh, yes, I agree. 100%. Yeah, I did have that thought. Because you put that thought in my brain from the two episodes ago. And uh, so, yeah, I, I agree. That was um, that was a good thing. But uh, <sighs> I hope everybody sees it. We've gotten so much, like, I personally have gotten people that have been like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to go see it. Or, like, they just are like, I don't know if it's anything like Suicide Squad, you know. And, and I'm like, you know what? The movies are to just go and have fun, man. And this is just, like you said, it's just pure freaking fun. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it's a carnival. It's, it is. It's it is a carnival ride. It's it's a it's a carnival ride with super pretty ladies beating the crap out of people. You know, <laughs> That's I mean, right. it's it's just it is what it. I mean, I've never, I never, I didn't know who Black Canary was. I knew who the lady who who played her, um, but mm-hmm. she was freaking awesome. I loved yeah. her. Uh, I always love Rosie Perez. I think she's always great, and I I think yes. she's aging wonderfully. I don't know if that should really? be said. Yeah. I don't know if that should be something I say, but like I I feel it. I think she's she looks amazing. Well, and I say that because I know that like a lot of times female actresses have a hard time getting roles when they're when they're older, and and I know yeah. that they always like tend to rely on too much like you know uh, uh, plastic surgery and stuff. I just say yes, just age gracefully, and and she looks amazing, and she kicks butt, and and I just I say that all as all positive things as you yeah. know give give that, a give that woman yeah. more work. You know what I mean? Like give her mm-hmm. more leading roles, or or shoot, give give me another Birds of Prey. I want to see her do more. Um, um, the the lady who played the huntress, uh, Ramona Flowers from Scott so Pilgrim awesome. vs. the World, she was great. You know, she was hilarious. She was great. It was she great. Was great. The girl that played Cassandra Kane was was uh, Cass Kane, You know, or that you yeah. know, they did for short. Uh, she was great. I mean, everyone mm-hmm. in it was great. Like, what what more do you want? You know, but it it wasn't perfect. You know, like if I had to do like a one to ten uh, rating, I would give it probably like a seven point five. Um, it just it just because it had some story elements that that I felt like you know were a little bit lacking here and there but I mean it's still a very fun movie that I very very mm-hmm. much enjoyed will I ever see it again maybe not if I do see it again will I complain definitely not you know what I mean like <laughs> if Myra says like let's watch it again I'll be like, absolutely but if it doesn't come back around to me okay but I, I loved it enough to absolutely be there day one for a sequel if they do yeah. a, or a, or a Birds of Prey solo spinoff or I'll give I'll give a Harley Quinn solo movie a try you know I, I think it can be done I think it, I don't you know the things that we said earlier I still I think you know those could be issues but at the same time I still think it can be done um, question yeah. do you think there could be a sequel to this to oh, the yeah. same exact thing. Well, I, okay. I don't. I honestly, honestly, personally, I think that we'll see a sequel to Birds of Prey, Sans uh, Harley Quinn. I mean, just for yeah. the fact that. Yeah, I don't know. But then again, at the same time, Margot Robbie, she loves the character. You know, she mm-hmm. very much enjoys the character. So um, I, 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 I don't know. But I kind of, my gut kind of tells me that we might see a solo Birds of Prey sequel before we see a Harley Quinn in the Birds of Prey sequel or yeah. a Harley Quinn standalone movie. But like if they, yeah, if they split off, then one has to have that like neon, those neon colors, like that color palette. 
with them. Like, it can't be that whole world. I don't know if I'm even making sense. But I, I don't want that is what I think I'm trying to say. Is like, I don't want there to be a split one. Like, I don't even want Birds of Prey too. Like, just, I think they should just leave this in the pocket that it's in. And maybe Margot doesn't do another Harley Quinn, but she did it with, like, so much passion and heart. I, I She should feel so proud. This, this should be such a high proud moment for her she did this justice and the next gal that has to be harley quinn when when margot robbie's like 84 years old she's got some shoes to fill yeah that i mean that's gonna be hard shoes to fill at this point and you mm-hmm. know what i said about you know you mcgregor earlier uh how much fun it looked like he was having playing uh, uh black mask uh, she did too margot robbie looked like she was just having fun and you know like when when you see that as a viewer, I think that's why we kind of like give her a pass on, on if the accent doesn't always, you know, is not. It's because you can just right. tell that it's just she's having a blast. Everyone's having a good time. It just comes through. And I think we kind of give it a little bit of a pass here and there because of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. and also at the same time, if it was trying to take itself too seriously, then we would maybe look at it a little bit more critically. But it was just it was just fun because everyone seemed to be having fun doing it. Exactly. Exactly. Now, now, did you like at the very, very end where you got to see the birds of prey in their actual like costumes? You know, how, did you oh, like yeah, how they looked? The end. Yeah, uh, they looked they looked good. They didn't make a big of a, enough of a moment of it. I don't think the huntress like mask. I know that's her real mask, but it looked really weird. It was like, why did she just? Why does she need that? Like, I don't know. That was a weird part for me. I was like, ah, oh, they could have done that so much better. Like, that mask actually wasn't as good, I don't think. But that's that's all I remember. Because I remember at that moment I was like, mm, the mask, though. Oof. But, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm I 100% you know with what I mean? you. I'm, no, I'm 100% with you. I did not like her or Black Canary's costumes at the end. They felt too... Um, they felt to 90s, which is like, yeah. we're going to try to make it realistic and yet still be superhero-y at this point. I want you just to lean in one way or the other fully. And, yeah. and if they do do a sequel, I hope they redesign those costumes. But that being yeah. said, that was literally one minute of the film at the very end. Not even. It was like 30 seconds. Yeah. It was so quick. It took me a minute to realize what was happening. I was like, why was that in there? It was kind of like somebody at the end of the cutting cutting room was like, oh, shoot, we got to just stick in how their birds of prey are doing at the end. Oh, just stick this one in and uh, that'll work. Yeah, that that's fine. Nobody will even notice. But like yeah. I noticed, you know, it was it could have been a moment. It just it just didn't feel like a moment. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's and that's the thing. Like, like, I think. I think that kind of like sums up why I'm, I don't give this movie like a 10 is I in looking at the director's IMDB credits, she doesn't have like a ton of movies. And I think that some of the 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 faults here and there that I think bring it down a bit are is because of of her um, not bad directing, just maybe not as, you know, a veteran thorough. director would have done. Yeah, like maybe not as thorough. thorough and it just, yeah. there's a little, there's some holes here and there and there were some things mm-hmm. that you're like, okay, that was a little wonky. But again, I give it a pass because it was so much fun and the fun that the people obviously felt on set was oozing off the screen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like yeah. and that's, that, that was palpable. And, and I feel like that was, that was the cohesion that kind of kept it all together. But it, it wasn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination but it had the heart that it had made up for any shortcomings that it had as a as a movie yeah that is 
Perfectly well said, Corey. I'm so glad that you liked it. I, yeah. I'm so glad. I wasn't and, afraid. And can I just? But... I'm sorry. I, I just want to. I want to just tap off. Like I, I want to end on a positive note about the director. I want to see her direct part two. But I and I want to see her grow as a director. You know what I mean? Like I, I yeah, want to see I her do you. more, and I yeah. want to see her grow. I don't like. I'm always aware. I don't want to just straight up, you know, poo poo on something. I want to give a good positive spin on it, you know, as well. Yeah. So. Of course. No, no, I didn't even take it that way. But thank you for uh, for ending us on that note. That's a, that's a good way to end there. But I'm I am glad I saw it, and I'm glad I loved it, and I'm glad you loved it too. And I I do love that you love it. <laughs> I loved, and let me just talk about things I loved. Things I loved. Uh, I love that we saw it basically at the same time, the same exact time, totally different states. That was Corey's birthday <laughs> present from us. Happy birthday! <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Oh man, cool, awesome. Uh, uh, do, do we yeah, do what? we do we leave anything out that that anything we want to still talk about? Like we got a little um, bit of time here. Like it, there's just I mean there was a lot to it, and, and we just saw it last night. Well, one thing that I thought was neat uh, visually, I liked how Black Mask, even though he only wore his mask at the end, I liked how anytime he was in public, even at his own restaurant, he always wore gloves. I was like, that's yeah. cool because he's he's like hiding his fi- his fingerprints. You know, basically mm-hmm. that just shows that he's a career criminal. You know, which is really really cool. I, there yeah. was so much cool stuff in it that. Would, I, the, music, probably, the, the music. The music. There you go. Ugh. How about that? We didn't talk about Dude, that. I've already, I already have a plan. I'm going to skate to that music tomorrow and maybe post a video. I cannot wait to skate to it. It's perfect skate music. Yeah. <laughs> I liked that song at the end where it was like the, the female singer remake of another song. Uh, yes. It was so good. They did a mm-hmm. really good job with a couple like remake songs and like yes. re-spin or whatever you want to call them. You know? Diamonds uh, Are a Girl Best Friend. That was a good one. That Diamonds was good. Are a Girl's Best Friend. That spin was, oh, that was so, that whole scene was good. She turned into Marilyn. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Marilyn was totally Harley Quinn. If we dumped Marilyn Monroe in a vat of chemicals, she would come out as Harley Quinn, just a little sultrier, maybe. (laughs) And I like the the overall theme of the film of Harley coming into her own. And when you look, you know, at first I was like, oh, it kind of stinks that – that the the Asian you know store owner, which you know you didn't really get to uh, to know him, but you got the sense that he was a little, he was nice to her. He was kind of a little bit of a mentor figure to her. But in order for her to stand on her own, you know, like all heroes' journeys, you, the mentor has to be out of the picture so that you can stand on your own. So you know, she she talks about how you know what is a Harlequin without its master, you know, and 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 without Joker, what is she? And then he gets taken away, and you know, she's just forced to stand on her own. And it's nice because obviously, you know, she does it with the help of other strong females. But at the end, she also has to break away, and she has to stand on her yeah. own because she can't be in a group with other people. Like she needs to find out who she is on her own. And if and if we do do another Harley Quinn movie that's standalone, I want it to be a love story with Poison Ivy. And I don't want it to be like <gasps> yes. a like a sexually exploitative love story. Oh I want gosh. it to be like a love story, you know, like a good love story. You're so right. What am I saying? Like they should totally do a Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy in those colors, like that neon green. Are you kidding me? Oh, man. I hope like. Who would be a good Poison Ivy that we have now? I I can't. I think it needs to be somebody we've never seen. Yeah. So I they, can't yeah, think of somebody anybody. that just embodies like and you know that crazy sex appeal like you know mm-hmm. Poison Ivy has to have just like oodles of sex appeal and it's just She's got to have a movie though, dude. She's got to. Like she's next up. Come on, DC. 
Yeah. Poison Ivy. Oh, yeah. Duh. Man, yeah, that would be, be cool. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's a fun movie. I think, I mean, obviously you listen this far. Um, it's spoilers. So you've probably already seen it, <laughs> you know? Hopefully. <laughs> the, the next question is just how much is it going to do this weekend? Um, which I guess by the time you guys are listening right. to this, we all know how much it did this weekend. And uh, I hope it does well. I hope, um, yeah. I hope there's more. I hope we get a sequel. I hope mm-hmm. we see more of all of these ladies. I think they were fantastic and i want to see them all kick butt i want to see them just straight up kick kick some more dudes butts and like in that spin like i want to see like a straight up john wick style movie with a female like hitman just straight up like i just want to see like literally john wick just with a like a female hitman you know i think that would be awesome like something like that so i hope that this i do hope that this opens the door for legitimizing female action movies that don't need to have a freaking love story or a, a yep. damsel in distress or I guess a, a manzel in distress you know like oh. and, and I think yeah, it was even my my wife Myra who brought up the fact that she was like that was one of the things that she didn't like about the original Wonder Woman movie well the first one that came out a few years ago she was like I didn't really need to see the love story in there why can't it just be about Wonder Woman and that's why she's excited for the new one because it doesn't look like it's as love story like centric so I, I get the sense that you know you all and by that I am not me like male but you all women have you've been dying for like a a strong female action movie for a while now and I'm really glad it exists here yeah yes I just felt came out there I'm like I'm woman hear me roar like you just we just need these movies where we can feel empowered and it's like yes we can't we can do anything we want like yes that like that's your inner you just be wild and free and awesome I couldn't agree more. I just, I, I, I just, you know, I, I, I'm always weary talking about these things because I'm not, you know, I'm not a woman. So I'm like, I'm trying to say what I'm trying to say, but you know what I mean? Yeah, no, you know, your, your spidey senses will go off if you ever feel like you're not saying the right thing. You know what to say. Yeah. Like it's, it, the, the thing is like, you should not have to feel that way, Corey. And I should not have to feel the way that I'm feeling like about when it comes to like, if men ever get something more than us, blah, blah, blah. Um, like it should be just normal conversation where you can say things like she's growing older gracefully and it's okay. Like we're getting there and these movies is what, this is what's getting us there. And we, like I said, and I'll say it again, girls, guys, guys with girls, guys with guys, you got everybody, girls with girls. I missed, did I miss everybody? You have to go see this movie. Everybody has to go see this movie. You have to support this. Like, even if it's not perfect, it doesn't need to be because its incentive is powerful and gooey and full of just heart. It's like you said, it, everybody is passionate on screen. Is it, it is palpable? Absolutely. I, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, and in in that regard, I absolutely loved it. And it's great. I think it's a great date movie too. You know, yeah. I think it's I think it's a ton of fun. So yeah, definitely see it. And and I I do hope I really do hope it does well. And I really do hope we see more of these characters or other strong female characters. I mean, there's so many. And then we got Black Widow coming out soon. Um, I'm excited yes. to see that. And obviously oh. that's Marvel, but just Can't keeping wait. within the line. 
kind of of just straight up females kicking butt, you know, in this arena that used to be like a, a 99% guys. It's awesome to see that this happening. And I just, I really hope, I really hope that we see more. And Wonder Woman's 84 is coming out soon. I'm super excited for that. By the way, mm-hmm. whatever that trailer was that they had before, I don't, it's, I feel like the music was different or something, but it was, that Wonder Woman 84 trailer was so good. <sighs> So Solid. good. I just like Solid. could not believe it. It gave me chills. I can't yeah. wait for that movie. So we're definitely going to see Mulan. that. And Mulan. And Mulan, too. Oh, we didn't see the trailer for that. They didn't show one. Oh, for that. they didn't. Oh, yeah. Well, that's coming out. You're talking about powerful yeah, women. Yeah, but like, yes. Movies coming out. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, Mulan, dude. Oh, that one looks so good, too. Yeah, no, and that looks good. I saw that trailer, too. That looks awesome as well. I'm not, I've never seen any of these live action Disney remakes. So I probably won't see Mulan but I I did like the original Mulan movie yes. and uh and this does look very 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 good I just mm-hmm. I probably won't wind up seeing it well but it, you know what it'll be out on Disney plus at some point so I'll, maybe I'll catch it there right okay too bad it's not a comic because I'd make you go see it nah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> well we're de- I'm definitely gonna go see Wonder Woman we're definitely yep. gonna review Wonder Woman uh and we're, def- Black Widow. we're definitely gonna review Black Widow uh, mm-hmm. So we're definitely like there's going to be a lot of comic book reviews coming up on OCD uh, this year. That's that's for sure. So <laughs> keep your eyes peeled for that one or your ears peeled, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> keep your ears peeled. Oh, my gosh. You have to use that hashtag. Keep your ears peeled. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. We got to fit that into our new intro. Keep your ears peeled. Or <laughs> you heard it right here, folks. That's right. <laughs> but that was so much fun. Uh, Tess, yeah. I, any any last thoughts on it? I mean, I know we, we pretty much put it all out there. I, my, I have turned my thoughts inside out, and it is here in this recording, right here. No pressure. But nice. yes, I've dumped it all out officially, sir. <laughs> cool. And you? Any any last-minute remarks? No, I think that, that was it. I think it was a fun movie. So I, I, I recommend it for everybody if you haven't seen it already. Yes. Um, awesome. Tess, well, Corey, where can we find you? <laughs> me, little me. You can find me on Instagram at Tessianos. That's T E S L A N O S. And you know, Corey and I, we like to share the Instagram page. So he'll post some, and I'll post some. And sometimes I comment, and sometimes he comments. But guaranteed, we will comment back to your comments. So please come talk to us over there. We're getting more people talking oh, yeah. to us, and it's awesome, and we love it. We're we're adding your recommendations to our list currently. We have a very long list but we are we're here we're present we put the discussion in ongoing comic book discussion we mean it we really mean it we love it here so. yeah I'm, I'm very happy with how much uh, interaction <laughs> we've been getting on the social medias and the instagrams and everything and uh yeah we've we've already gotten people giving us recommendations we i think we asked one episode like a uh, fantastic four recommendations and we got that mm-hmm. so yeah guys keep keep them coming um hey how about this if, if y'all are listening uh if you have a, a birds of prey uh trade that you think is really good that you might want us to check out leave a leave a comment on 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 instagram we'll see it uh or Mm -hmm. you know something birds of prey adjacent if you're like oh you like strong female action heroes or whatever check this comic book out you know and and you know if it's if it's adjacent to that that's great any kind of recommendations is is awesome we really really appreciate that and uh that's and obviously you guys know in the show notes you'll see all the links there but uh on instagram is where where we are the most active and that's uh easy to find and that's just at ocd podcast which i'm so happy Mm -hmm. we we got that because our, yes. our our website URL is so long, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
And um, other than OCD, where can we find you, Corey? Yeah, you know, you can find me on Instagram at Corey Nation, and then on a bunch of podcasts that are within our network. That ongoing comic book discussion podcast is on the BFOP network. That stands for the Blast from Our Past Network. And our podcast is up there with Blast from Our Past podcast, uh, Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, Podcasting After Dark, Friday Five podcast, and just announced talking back podcast Yay! is coming to the ocd and those guys are awesome mm-hmm. we love those guys episodes yep. yeah 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 we're gonna yes. yeah look for some cross pollination <laughs> uh with ta- talking back and everything uh and and they're very very active as well on on instagram and so is friday five mm-hmm. and so is so is everybody so uh everybody in the network is just like so available online like we just love what we do we love yeah. our network it's awesome it's a lot of fun <laughs> and we're, we're growing so if if any of those podcasts sounded interesting to you just the easiest place to find everything is just go to bfopnetwork.com bfopnetwork.com and you will see an individual page for every podcast and then you can find all the links right there and and you know and go to the individual websites if you need to or whatever but that's just the the easiest collection to find everything is at bf the uh bfopnetwork.com All right, you guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast. I'm Tess. And I'm Corey. And we'll see you guys next time. Boom. Rock on, baby. She's a punk rocker. This has been another episode of Ongoing Comic Book Discussion with Tess and Corey. Follow us at OCD Podcast on Instagram and Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast on Facebook. You can also review us on iTunes, follow us on Spotify, and support us on Patreon. Tune in next week for another episode of Ongoing Comic Book Discussion with Tess and Corey. Hey everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get.